Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Small Ball Market, everyone's favorite podcast dedicated to news and discussion surrounding the small market teams of the NBA. My name is Zach Reglan, and joining me, as they always do, are my fantastic co-hosts, Wyatt Reglan and Cody Cook. How are you guys doing? Good. Happy to be here. Be a part of this uh, special All-Star edition. Yeah, it is. All-Star break was over the weekend. Wyatt, what did you think of the game? Uh, it, was, it was actually, I must say, for All-Star breaks, it was probably the most entertaining one I've seen in a while. Yeah, uh, I Saturday night had some uh, had its ups and downs, but I thought that the game was really good uh, compared to like what it has been in uh, recent years. It might have been partially due to the fact that Lillard was uh, very good during that third quarter. Should we just uh, should we just go in chronological order of the events that happened and talk about them thusly? That's what I was thinking about. So uh, we're gonna skip over the celebrity All Star game though, because uh, no one really Even cares. Won the about- MVP for that one. Uh, it was, oh, I can't remember who won it. It wasn't, it was not Quavo, but. Quavo. Quavo should just have won it. Um. But he was, he was very good though. I think he had like Scoop. 24. But, uh, Ray Allen also played very well in that game. People are saying, okay, we can actually talk about the celebrity game for a little bit. A lot of people wanted him to go play back in the NBA again. They want him to sign a contract. Rocket okay, said they would give him a 10 day. Quick, yeah, quick side note, though. I'm really glad he didn't win MVP because I, if you, if you are like five years out of the NBA and you're playing against a bunch of celebrities who have like never played basketball before, you should not be eligible to win All Star MVP or Celebrity MVP. Uh, I can the agree guy with who, that. The guy who won it was Famous Lou. I don't know who that is or what he is. I think he's. But, uh, I think he might be a rapper. They had a lot of comedians this year. Yeah, but Kevin Hart didn't do it, though. So, Yeah, for once. The comedians did it. I didn't watch the game. I didn't watch this River Rising Stars game. I couldn't. Which is, well, I was very happy that uh, Kevin Hart didn't do it again because he was, uh, I thought towards the end his shtick was pretty unfunny towards the the like, oh, last yeah. few years. But, like, it was funny the first time around when he was like talking all this trash and he was actually terrible. And he was just winning, and he was just winning MVP because everyone liked him and kept voting for him. And he'd like fake cry every time he won MVP. Right. He had a couple like, four pointers in there, like like four. Yeah, they were running with four pointers. Ray Allen was pulling up from four point range yesterday on Friday. They should have a four point line in the NBA. No, they shouldn't. That's Please a terrible don't. Idea. <laughs> Although I'm sure there were a lot of people who said the three point line was a bad idea when uh. True. It was first introduced. The only so thing never I know. think you should make a four-point line for is if you make a half-court shot. I, that, that, that. I think that's the, I think it's the only one you can really make an argument for. I that would be that would be interesting. That would be interesting though. Like see teams down by four and have Steph pulling up from like half court at the at the end of games if the Warriors are down four. <laughs> that would make it interesting. That would make people have to like. Or near half court, at least. Like, there's logo, like, logo four-pointers. Gotta imagine the number of four-pointers Dame would knock down. Oof. You, you thinking about that right now, Cody? You got silent there for a second. Yeah, it just gets me a little hot and bothered. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, 
But I guess that's all we really need to give to the Celebrity All-Star Game. Just I'm glad that uh they didn't give – I'm glad that Ray Allen didn't win MVP because I feel like that would have just been, like, stupid. Come on, man. Like, Yeah, I've been like, no shit, this guy's better than everyone else there. It's like, Dude, this guy's going to maybe be getting an NBA contract again in the next few days or next few weeks. It's like, don't – This guy was playing in the NBA Finals five years ago. And contribute he, – He's the reason they won the NBA Finals. Yeah, well, the year before, he was in it the 2014 season, too. Mm-hmm. The year that uh, San Antonio killed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was he on the team the year they lost? What, to San Antonio? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that I was didn't the last he team he played for. after he won. He retired after the loss, but yeah. Um, I, j- I think it's really funny how uh, he was, like, splashing four-pointers and, like, hooping in the Celebrity All-Star game, but then Del Curry brought him out to get some money for charity, and he was just putting up bricks. <laughs> okay, that was, okay, low-key, that was... Loki, that was the most hilarious part of the entire All-Star weekend for me when Del Curry just brought out oh who did they bring out? It was like Mark Price think, and Glenn Mark, Rice, I think. Mark Price, Glenn Rice, and Ray Allen and was Del it? Curry all start taking threes so that they could they took the twenty-five threes so that they could for each one they would have given a thousand dollars to charity. They got like six grand. They made eight. eight. They made eight. Wait, wasn't pa- I thought Paul Pierce was out there? Is that just me? No, it wasn't Paul Pierce. Oh. Uh, um, yeah, they made eight. Uh, Ray Allen was out there, but they made eight of them. And then the the lady who's doing the thing for who's reporting for it, she's like, "We're just gonna round that up to thirty five thousand. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like, what kind of math are you doing? Quick math, uh, real quick math. I remember, I remember. Uh, it was a couple years ago. This was like two seasons ago, where they brought out Steph to do a half court shot for oh, charity. Oh, I remember this. And they're like, Steph, if you hit this, we'll donate. I think it was something like fifty thousand dollars or something like that to charity or something. And he missed it. And they're like, Oh, we'll give you another try. He misses that one. Like, we'll give you one last try. And then he misses that one. And they're like, We're gonna pay it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, were, like, so... they were having stuff come out like in his street clothes and stuff like he wasn't ready for it yeah but yeah he usually drains that stuff like n- no regard but yeah that's like it's, it was just funny people were people were calling out j cole because he came out in his street clothes and rim checked himself when he was trying to dunk in the dunk contest but hey, he nearly got it which though. is funny people forget when j cole was in the celebrity all-star Game. He did. He, yeah, he threw down a nasty alley oop who actually got yeah. assisted by Wait, Kevin Hart. J. Cole's what, like 30, 31 no. or something? No, I think he actually he's, just turned 30, I think. He's no, yeah, he might even be older. Mm. Hey. 34, holy shit. J. Cole, yeah, 34. I don't yeah. like to see any of you dunk at 34. Yeah, like exactly. And he'd still nearly got Michael it. Rappaport. He's only like 6'2. Yeah, but I'm 6'3. So can, can we just not talk about that? Cody is 6'3 and can't dunk. I can dunk on a really good day three years ago. <laughs> Dude, you're 21. I touched rim on a 10-foot hoop once. If I actually got back in the gym and regularly worked out and exercised, I could probably dunk. If I... I've just accepted that I'm never going to dunk because I'm not a... I'm not a... I'm only 5'11 and I am not... Tinder, I'm 6'0". On, on Tinder, I'm six seven, but um, <laughs> if, but um, I'm I've just accepted that I'm never going to because I don't have the dedication to like 
get my hops good either. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> maybe she's and I'm just not tall it. enough. Maybe it's Maybelline, you know. If I were like six eight, if if, hell, if I were like six five, I would have like made it to where I would have made sure that I was like had the hops to dunk. Yeah. <laughs> I would be fucking throwing down the if first time I dunked, I'd be like, all right, I'm gonna start doing some crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but let's it's move too on. Much work. talk too much about celebrity all stars and whatnot. All right. Um. So right after the celebrity all star game, we had the uh, rising stars, and uh, let's see, Easy White. No, he's Cody's guy, Kyle Kuz, Kyle Kuzma. Kuz. He. He. Uh. We don't usually talk about the Lakers, but uh, we're all Kyle Kuzma stands here, and uh, he w- actually ended up having the best game out of everyone. In the celebrity all star, in the rising stars all star game, and he actually won MVP. That would be because he was the best player in that game. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You could argue that that he is uh, the best player out there, better than Doncic. Uh no, no, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, not better than Ben Simmons either. But maybe third, third is good. Yeah, unless I'm leaving anybody out that's really good. Um, let's Jason see. Tatum in yeah. there. Yeah, Tatum was in there. Would you do? That's a could argue. very, yeah, very good. That's a good one. That's a good brief. Oh, he's also not better than Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> Please, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, okay, there's so, a lot of players better than Kuz. Top five, know. top five. Yeah. Do you have Trey Young had a really good stat line? He had a uh, 25 points, 10 assists, and seven rebounds. Couldn't get the trip dub. Was he on the losing nope. team? Um, Winning team. Kuz, he was on Kuz's team. Yeah. What did Kuz finish with? It was he had like thirty five. He had thirty five points. That's yeah. pretty good. Game high. Yeah, I, I could probably and do probably. That. I don't know if they did voting for it or not, but if it was voting, the Lakers fans probably all voted for him. Boo. <laughs> yeah, they're just everywhere. But uh, no, really good game for him though, and uh, that was almost more fun to watch than the. Uh, than the all-star game a lot more Duncan. why why didn't i say that almost every year that uh that we all we are more interested in the rising stars game almost every year than the actual all-star game because it's just kind of interesting to see it's a lot of guys who wouldn't normally make it to the all-star game Mm -hmm. and wouldn't get to participate in all-star weekend but you get to see them do some stuff Hell, I remember of like several years. This was like 2010 or something like that. They had like, do you remember Dewan Blair? Yeah, who never even came close to even much of a good player, even great <laughs> player at all. He was like, he was decent for his first couple of years in San Antonio, but uh, I remember he probably had the best play of the night. He had an off the backboard oop to himself. Yeah, that was really sweet, and it was just like, it's just kind of cool to see some guys who might never get the chance to be on the all-star team again you guys remember didn't dame compete in all 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 events except for the celebrity all-star game didn't he do that one year that in his second season he was in the rising stars game he was in the skills contest three-point contest dunk contest and he was in the all-star game yeah i think he was like the one of the first maybe second players to ever do that yeah and that was the weird yeah i don't know how many players did that but that was a that was a weird that was the year where they did the really weird dunk contest where they were like teaming everybody up yeah where we got robbed 
Yeah, it was like there were a bunch. It was like there were a bunch of. It was there were a bunch of good players doing the dunk contest that year. I think like John Wall won it or something like that. Yeah, I think. But it was like some weird team thing that they were doing, and then they named dumb, dumb idea. Yeah, it was a really dumb idea. I remember they did like a tandem for the skills challenge, a tandem for the three point shootout. They just tried to put it. It was just a gimmick that they tried that year, and it was really weird. I would have liked to see how Dame did when he was uh, competing individually. Yeah, because didn't they have like th- they had like a, a time limit to complete like an individual mm-hmm. dunk, two team dunks, and then one dunk involving all. Yeah, it was. They tried to yeah, do that so format weird. one time, and then they ditched it. And Never shoot. did it again. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember that Dame's team won the skills contest, though. I can't remember who he was paired up with, but it was it was another decent player. But uh, he uh, – and that was Dame going back-to-back in the skills contest, and then he retired from it. <laughs> yeah, it was – it's kind of cool to see because Dame was super active, but you do see guys who might never – in the Rising Stars game who, like, won't usually make an all-star game. Right. Or really ever get much of a chance to complete an All Star Weekend again, which is cool. It's really cool to see that stuff. Like when Jetty Osman right. was in the Rising Stars game. <laughs> like, is he ever going to be an All Star? No, he's not. <laughs> but someone write it down. But someone write down if he ever makes an All Star appearance. I'll play the audio of that and <laughs> I'll just put it. I'll just tweet out the audio of me saying that over and over again on repeat. But no, yeah. I mean, it's I like I like the Rising Stars. I like watching it every year. But we uh, just should... to backtrack a little bit, yeah. Damian was is the only player to ever uh, partake in all five events in All Star Weekend. Yeah, I yeah that I thought it was him, but I didn't. I thought he was the only one, but I didn't want to make a declarative statement like that and be like way off. <laughs> That's our specialty. That's our specialty here, at small ball market. Not fact checking anything, but yeah. <laughs> Damn right, baby. Yep. But all right, so no, we should move after... right on to the skills contest. Actually, I actually, okay. Not gonna lie, I was super intrigued in this competition. I I want to. Has the skill contest gotten shorter? I feel like I remember it being a lot more in years past. No, or is um, that just me? Do you know what I think you're thinking of? They used to do like the shootout competition before mm-hmm. the rising the before the skills competition do you remember the shootout competition the where they'd have one? players shoot like a layup a mid-range jumper a three and then a half court do you maybe remember that? that was like yeah. they used to have to do that i remember chris yeah, Bosch was chris really Bosch, yeah because <laughs> he's like a he's insane from half court like he, yeah he nails him yeah he's very good from half court and um pretty sure he nailed the last time he did it he smacked it first try didn't he yeah it was something like that mm-hmm. he was bosh always drilled he was he was he had a team like going for like a few years and he his team was always very good because he would always drain the half quarter but um yeah but yeah that's what that's the reason i think that you might be thinking that uh they've done that before because they only just took that competition out like two years ago Huh. And it seem may seem shorter now because they just start off with the skills contest, but it's always been a relatively short event. It's always like each time only takes like thirty seconds. I kind of missed the shootout right. one though. That one was fun. Yeah, I was kind of considered to be like their lamest event though. See, I kind of <laughs> like, I kind of think the skills pointless. ones worse. It was 
it was kind of funny. I thought it was funny that uh, Trey Young missed the pass on his first. The he missed. He never got the pass mm-hmm. on the first uh, on his first set, but he still ended up winning because he hit the three, and uh, which I found to be funny. It's like, why does he get to keep going? Why did he get? Because it was just like if you miss the third one, it's like cool. You're delayed because you missed three of them so you just have to keep going now Dude, i would just chuck three balls as fast as i can i was gonna say yeah. if, I, if i miss the first one i'm just throwing the fucking next two right yeah, at the thing like, and just print. yeah if that was what he was allowed to do you just like toss him three times and then pat and then just book it and because the it, you wouldn't even want to aim <laughs> at the thing yep but yeah he actually ended up winning it too Winning the whole thing. He lost to Jason Tatum because Tatum hit a half-court shot. Yeah, that was Hell insane. yeah, dude. They both made it too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, he made it, and uh, but Tatum's went in like right before his. This was the most All entertaining the- skills contest I've ever seen. That's for sure. All, All that the- matters is Jokic didn't win. God damn it. Fuck. Fuck Jokic. He is bad and ugly. I wow, expected dude, that's that. Just a- that's a shot at a one of the best big men in the league. Fat white boy Shut thinks up. he can play against LeBron. Man, fuck him. <laughs> I mean, he's the best player on a team that uh is number two in the West right now. So, fallacy. <laughs> Jokic, more like Jokic. Ha. Ha. Okay, we'll see you in the playoffs. How far do you guys see the Nuggets going in the playoffs? Second, Second round, round exit. Second round. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Yeah, but second round getting beat by the Blazers. Uh, that'd be young. for the three seed. If they're the if they match up with OKC in the second round, they're getting destroyed by OKC. Oh yeah, yeah. That'll be a fun match. Though no, I no, it won't. They're gonna lose four zero. But it could be a fun series, though. I'm actually intrigued. I'm intrigued in that. That could hey, be. Do a you guys series. think OKC could take out the Warriors? Mm, probably hmm. not. But if any team how in the West could George beat them, play. who would it be? If I had to pick a team in the West, I would pick the Thunder. Right now. Just because Paul George has been playing out of his goddamn mind. Yeah, exactly. Like, Do you think OKC kidding, has a better Blazers. chance than any team in the East? <laughs> um, I think the 76ers no. have the best chance. I think, I think the... I've said this before. I think... The Bucks, Raptors, and Sixers are all definitively better than like Denver, OKC, Portland. Those that group of whoa teams. Can't believe you said that <laughs> on our own fucking podcast. Arguably, with Boston the, with the addition of Inez Cantor. Hey, man, we're we're very happy Dude, about Portland's Cantor. Hey. better than Boston right now. Are you kidding me? I mean, not by record. Not my record, womp, but look Gordon at them. Hayward. They're in the East. Shut the fuck up. They're trash. <laughs> the Celtics. The Celtics just. Jason beat Tatum trash. Well. Jason Tatum isn't nineteen anymore. Celtics fans. He's twenty-one years old. <laughs> he might. Yeah, only be twenty-one 20. year. Is he twenty? Are, I mean, he's are old. I don't know. I don't fucking know. But they keep saying he's nineteen. Oh, look at our nineteen-year-old rookie. Oh yeah, they're treating him like he's Ben Simmons from last year. Like he's going for rookie of the year. He's They're going to trade him for 21. Anthony Davis. <clears throat> but um, he'll be 21 in like two weeks. I don't but... know why I just decided to trash on Jason Tatum. I actually like Jason Tatum. but Yeah, dude, the you're talking about our I'm... skills contest champ here. The fact that I'm older than him just makes me so upset. 
Yeah. Uh, whenever I have realization that I'm older than a player who's just absolutely killing it, it uh kills me. Yeah. Can I just say though, for like team sake, like if I was a GM, I would never make a trade with Danny Ainge. Oh no. Ever. Like, He's a fucking fuck liar. Danny. Like I would never fucking trade with him ever. I would. My goal would be to make. I would, if I was the Pelicans, I would do what they did to the Lakers during the summer. Like, fuck him. Yeah. Because they're just trying to fuck you the entire time, so. What they did to Isaiah Thomas is just just unforgettable for ever. Hey, you guys are trashing on Denver right now, but Isaiah came back. I like Isaiah. Isaiah did good. We're trashing on Denver. We're trashing on the Celtics. Well, you were trashing on uh, Jokic, though. And Denver. Oh no, Je- no, I like no, I like yeah, yeah, I like the Nuggets. I just don't like Jokic. Agreed. Okay. This is jumping a little bit ahead of myself. Did you see the report that apparently LeBron wanted to bring the half to the the players his team out at halftime to watch J. Cole perform? And Mike Malone told him no. What? <laughs> Yeah, Mike Malone was the coach of the All Star team, Denver's head coach, and he told the he told LeBron no because they were playing like crap. Uh, I heard oh my what, God. I heard what he said was he's like you can go watch J Cole, but you have to promise you're gonna hustle your ass off in the second half. Oh, I thought he said that he that they that he wouldn't let them because they weren't hustling, but. Oh, that might be. I don't know. Maybe I read yeah. it wrong. Are we? Are we sure? Are we sure this wasn't the coach of the Chicago Bulls out here? Like what? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is an All Star game, dude. You need to relax. Yeah. But nah, dude. Mike Malone's great. I'm proud of him. If that if that truly did happen, I'm very proud of him in that. Well, before before we get to the All Star game, we should talk about the three point contest. Okay, I have Joe exact Harris, quote. baby. The ever so well, can we please talk about our disappointment? Can we mourn the loss of our two beloved Trailblazers? Well, we'll mourn them first. Uh, Seth, I I really thought you like so many people were picking him to win the whole to win the whole thing. Like they people really wanted him to beat Steph. They they were really hyping up the brotherly rivalry, and then Seth came out and just did not play very, did not shoot very well. He oh, we got to do fifteen. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then Dame got 17. But all we got to do is show him when uh, Seth crossed Steph Curry into oblivion the last game before the All-Star break, and then everything is right with the world. Yeah. Okay, how did I not <laughs> see Who's this? better now? What, why? How did you not see what? Oh, my God. I'm looking up Mike Malone. Okay, first off, uh, <laughs> here's the quote from what happened by Dave McMiniman, so I trust it. Uh, at halftime with Team LeBron trailing, LeBron asked Coach Mike Malone if him and his teammates could leave the locker room to watch J. Cole concert. Watch the J. Cole concert. Coach Mike Malone, I'll let you go watch the J. Cole concert if you all get your ass back on transition in the second half. Ah. Uh, does he but, know they're playing in an all-star game? Yeah. I love Mike Malone now, though, because there's a video of him getting ejected versus the King a few nights ago. Mm-hmm. And as he's walking, a lady's handing him a chocolate bar from yes. the stands, and he just fucking accepts it. Like he just he just took it. it. <laughs> I know Mike Malone's my new favorite coach. Like what the fuck, quick man? Pull. How did I not see this? Quick, quick poll for you guys: What's more pointless in an NBA All Star game, coaches or refs? Oh, uh, definitely coaches over refs, right? I think like, so, what, did, what did they even do? Like, why not just have a YMCA style where they just fucking coach themselves, you know? Yeah, that's what, yeah, definitely coaches. Because, I mean, 
you never know i know it's all for good and fun but you these guys all have egos you never know if they'll start throwing hands <laughs> i wonder if it okay so say both one seeds get to the finals and they have the exact same record does the all-star game like because no. in, in major league baseball the all-star no. game decides if it's it both. it used uh-huh. to i think it what doesn't did major league baseball decide if the winner of like the All Star Game like decides like which side gets if, if home it's, field advantage, if, if the seed, if yeah, if the seeds are the same, the tiebreaker is uh, which side won the All Star Game. Yeah, which is really stupid. That yeah, is really stupid. fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, it doesn't do that in the NBA. It's based on like head to head matchups and. Uh, for, and then also, I think, like, conference record and stuff like that. It, they have a lot of different tiebreakers that they run through. Right. But, yeah. It's it's odd, but they, they don't do that as a tiebreaker. But we should move on to the three-point contest. Yeah. We've mourned. Man, we've, we've, mourned been, our we've guys. been meandering a lot on this pod. Yeah, that's fine. We're, it's All-Star Weekend, dude. We're, we're on a break, too. We're... <laughs> We're always on like we're, we're we're not on our A game either, like the rest of the NBA players. Some of these players were on their A game. That's true. Well, like I guess I what one name in particular, Joe Harris, the winner of the three point contest. He Dude beat Steph Curry. Money. <laughs> he was he was really good. He didn't end up having the highest score total of the night. That was Steph's first round. Do you guys saw that too? Where Steph hit his last ten. He is good at shooting threes. Yes, he is. <laughs> I guess you could say that. Apparently, before the game, I mean, it's obviously biased, but Spencer Dinwiddie was commenting, and he said, Steph Curry and Joe Harris, the best shooters in the world. So, Did you see, okay, Wob uh, posted something out. He said that he claims that Joe Harris, he did like a piece on him, like an in-depth like feature piece on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, shortly before All-Star break, and he claimed that Joe Harris is the best in-court th- shooter he's ever seen. Huh. Yeah. Like, just like, in the, just like taking like shots in the gym. Like, apparently he just hits like crazy stuff. Okay, I know I'm regressing again, but the rule where the <laughs> we're not a baseball <laughs> we're not a baseball podcast, but the rule where the All Star Game decides home court advantage was abolished in 2017 for the MLB. Okay, I thought okay. I heard something like that a couple years ago, but oh well, this isn't a ba- baseball okay. podcast. Okay, Back okay. to Joe Harris. Joe Harris beat Steph Curry. Did Buddy Heald also did very well? He finished third. Like why he was your pick to win it? Yeah. He what did. made you What made you pick him before? He's been on a tear this year. Like he's just been shooting threes at like, I think it said he was the fourth best three point shooter in the league percentage wise, and he's just had such a great year shooting the three. And it's just like I just thought like a good sleeper would be him. Hey, I got that yeah. guy on my fantasy team now. Woo! Hey, that's not bad. <laughs> that's a good pick. But, but yeah, did you guys notice that it seemed like before like. Joe Harris. Joe Harris went first and he did well, but after him there was like five or six in a row who like didn't do anything and then Seth and uh, Steph I mean and uh Buddy Heald came out and just tore it up. 
Yeah, yeah. Towards the end, like the like all the middle guys did kind of bad. It's like Dame, Seth, Dame finished like fifth, Dirk or something. Um, yeah. who else was there? Booker didn't do good, but he went last, I think. Yeah, he went last. Um, yeah. Um, who else was Chris there? Middleton did bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's it was odd. It was really it was really weird seeing all these guys just kind of brick them. It was but, hot and cold for sure. Yeah. But yeah, there were just like both Joe Harris and Steph had like were like the most impressed, like obviously because they were the two first and second, but they just both had like these streaks where they were extremely hot. And I thought Curry hit his first nine in the last rack. Uh, and I was like, oh God, it's over. And he still didn't win. He finished too short. Of yeah. Joe Harris. Yeah. He he almost tied it, I remember. Like he was the last all he needed to do was hit his last shot and it would have uh tied it up and i don't know what they would have done after that i think they would have done a tie break around but uh it's funny because joe harris hit eight in a row at one point i think yeah he did it was like they both went on like some major hot streaks which were it was fun i think the three-point contest has grown to something really fun with the nba uh moving more towards threes and guys are better shooters now it's just like it's sometimes it feels like that it has more of a hype up than the dunk contest yeah which is funny, but they still concluded every year with the dunk contest. So we should move right along to the conclusion of the night in the dunk contest that saw, saw Hamadou Diallo winning it over Dennis Smith Jr. And I just wanted to get you guys' thoughts on the dunk contest. In the last few years, the dunk contest has been okay. Like in 2016, we had like the, the best, best one. Con- yeah, the one best of the dunk best- contest of all time. Yeah, one like, of the one of if not the best of all time and since probably the Vince Carter dunk contest. Yeah, but since then we haven't had some super good ones. And last you guys, year was, last year was decent. Yeah, we had Donovan Mitchell. Like that's what I'm saying. We just haven't had ones that live up to 2016, but they've been decent over Dude, it. Uh, I've already seen so much on Twitter, like. Uh, Donovan Mitchell said he's in for it. Giannis, Giannis said he's in. It. Yes, Giannis said he's in for it. And then Zach Levine said, "Well, if you guys are doing it, I'm doing it." Yeah, and then and I then feel like they might have like to expand Anthony the field. Simons will be there next year. Yeah, dude. If like, right now, if they have the, if they get, if Levine, uh, I've, I don't, I, I love seeing Donovan Mitchell, and I know he won it in 2017 or 2018, but I don't know if I want to see him do it again. I think I'd rather, I think the dream team right now is put in Diallo because he's the defending champ. He had a really good dunk mm-hmm. when he jumped over Shaq. Get him, Levine, Gordon, Giannis, and Zion next year. What about Aaron Gordon? Aaron Gordon doesn't seem to want to do it anymore after he got robbed. Yeah, he did. And remember the next year, he kind of stunk it up. Yeah. Yeah, in 2017, that one, that year was really bad, I remember. Because uh, everyone expected Aaron Gordon to come out and just wipe the floor with everyone. And he just sucked. He was really bad. (laughs) Yeah. Same drive. Yeah. But... God, I'm like I this this year like really the only memorable dunk of the night was the Diallo one. Yeah, jumping over Shaq and I, the, yeah, the one where he jumped over Shaq and put his arm in the rim. I don't I don't care what anybody says. That's impressive as all hell. Yeah, because you got to be like looking down at the rim to be able to do that. Like yeah, 
Exactly. And jumping over Shaq, dude, that's that was impressive. That was really, really impressive. For those of you at home that don't know, Shaq is tall. Mm-hmm. Very tall. I'm surprised more people don't use Shaq as a I know, prop right? to jump over. Because he's literally at everything. So <laughs> he's everywhere, man. Yeah. But Well. God, it just has me looking forward to Zion next year. Oh, for sure. Do you? I already think Zion. What? I was just gonna say. I already think Zion is like coming for the crown of best in-game dunker of all time, and he hasn't even played a game in the league yet. Like, dude, he's gonna be dude. Best, yeah. God damn it, it. he's gonna be stupid good next year. What are the odds? I'm so looking forward to it. Could Could we be looking at a a rookie of the year and an All Star? If he gets enough votes, like obviously Doncic came close to getting obviously it this year, if he goes especially to the East. Like I was gonna say that Wyatt, if he lands in the East, he's he's gonna be an All Star. <laughs> like it will happen. Like he's got to average he's like gonna get and six. Yeah, that, that that might be all he needs to average. Yeah, fucking serious. That's Even pretty much what fucking how Chris Middleton averaged. With how good of a dunker yeah. he's gonna be, he could be a starter with how many fans are gonna vote him in. Yeah, especially if he lands in New York. Like, mm. G- like, do you know how easy he'll make the all-star team if he has New York voting him in? Dude, New York could be looking <laughs> so nasty next year. Oh, my God. Would you guys want to move on to the all-star game and uh, talk about some of the teammates that were together? Every all-star to PDX confirmed. Exactly. That's what that's exactly what I wanted to get to on the All-Star game. Um so Dame arguably had outside of the Steph Curry bounce pass alley oop to Giannis, Dame arguably had the most viral moment of the night when he pulled up from low from the logo. Back to back. Like back to back. And uh it showed a video of it was Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, LeBron, Carl Anthony Towns, like all those guys all celebrating Dame's shot. And that was the, and I just consider that a huge win for both Portland and uh, like small market guys in general. Like there's, I don't know about you guys. I think this weekend was a huge win for the small market teams. Yeah. Do you guys agree with that? Like I have, like we had, we had like some of the winners for, we had guys from small market teams winning the uh, competitions. Yep. We had, I guess uh, not really actually, because Diallo is, a, I, I'd say OKC is a small market team. They just have a big market player in Westbrook. Yeah, but then the Celtics and the Lakers won the other two, so. Yeah, but we also had uh, Joe Harris in the three. Like, That's true, Joe Harris. New yeah. York team, but he's the New York team that no one cares about as much. So uh, That's arguable right then, now. True. Yeah, that's true. But um, Giannis was the best player in the All-Star game. I know Kevin Durant won MVP, but Giannis was the best player out there. I honestly wouldn't have been surprised if they gave it to Giannis, even though they lost. Yeah, he scored... I mean, Durant scored 31, Giannis scored 38, but Giannis had the moments of the night where everyone was like, oh my god. He was just putting on a show. He is athletic. It was was fun. Yeah. I wonder what his wingspan is. But... It's it's huge, dude. It's like seven five. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a long wingspan, but um, but yeah, it was. I consider this weekend to be a big one. Like, God, Zach, you're such an exaggerator. Guys, it's seven three. 
Oh, okay. I was just thinking because he's like seven feet tall. And uh... no, yeah, you know what's funny? You say that is um, I don't remember who it was, but it was another. It was a seven footer, and Kevin Durant jumped bald with them, and Kevin Durant was taller than that guy. Yeah, definitely, dude. Yeah, and Durant was six nine, six ten. Yeah, they have him listed in some places as six nine, and it's fuck like, out of here. He's seven feet tall. <laughs> Dude, dude, just eat all these. I feel like all these guys get like lowered on their heights, which is funny because then they're standing next to these centers and they're like as tall or taller than yeah. them. Yeah, hmm. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, and I feel like, and it's the opposite with point guards. I yeah, because Dame, because they get Dame is listed as six three, is, and I met him. I, in, I don't think. Yeah, I met him in high school, and I was barely six foot, and we were the same height. Yeah. Exactly. And I've seen him next to uh, Chris Paul before, like him staying next to Chris yeah. Paul. They look like they're about the same yeah. height, and Chris Paul's list is six foot. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's it's just weird. It's the weirdness of NBA and, like, how they like to measure people. Right. And, but, like, Duran is definitely seven feet tall. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And Giannis is definitely seven feet tall, even though he's like less is like six ten. Yeah, yeah, very tall. But um, God, the game was good though. I would, I, I, I have sometimes have difficulty watching the All Star game and like really wanting to watch it. But I watched almost the entire game, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah, it was nice having Dirk and Wade there too. Dirk kind of showed out. Yeah, Dirk showed out a little bit. I'm yeah, going through was good. comments for the game last night, and somebody was like, because uh, there was a picture of Lillard hitting that three, and they're like, does anyone think LaMarcus Aldridge still wishes he was Dame's teammate? And uh, somebody responded with, Dame knows his GM sucks, so he knows he has to do the one recruiting. Yeah, that, that brings up a question I was going to ask you guys. How much recruiting do you think actually goes on at All-Star Weekend? A lot. Um... Shortly before we came, before we started recording, I saw a video of Kyrie talking to KD after it uh, like the recruiting. game, and it looked like recruiting. Some people were trying to claim that his that you could read his lips, and Kyrie was saying like two max deals. Uh oh. But you don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he ends up, and even when, even if Kyrie was trying to say something, KD looked like he was going like, nah. <laughs> Yeah, but you never know. Free agency's coming up, but um, but yeah, I do think I do think there's a lot of recruiting going on at All Star Weekend every year. As LeBron said two week like a couple weeks ago, tampering rules don't apply during All Star Weekend. Also, also, even if it doesn't get said, it's it's like non spoken almost. Like your actions almost can like just say it themselves, like. To me, it looked like last night and how things have been going at All-Star Weekend, it looks like LaMarcus Aldridge wants to be teammates with Dame again. It looks like, to me, it looks like Dame is really starting to get himself more of a reputation, which I think is awesome. Like, he's, I, like, I'm not going to, obviously, I'm not going to make any promises or anything like that, but do you guys think that he could make, like, I know... Overall, All Star games don't really mean anything. But do you think that he could make Portland a destination? I really hope so. I I fear that if he doesn't make 
Portland a destination within the next three years, then he's going to want to go play somewhere else. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. That also could go the other way. He could be looking so good to the other players that he wants out of Portland to go play with them. I see. I I mean, I don't really see that happening. It's just, I don't like I, but the thing is, even if he does, he ex- he plays through his contract and then he decides, look, my time in Portland didn't work out. I gave it everything I had. I need to go somewhere else to like further my career and actually win, you know? I, like, what do you say to that, you know? You yeah. just kind of, you just kind of shrug your shoulders and you're like, well, can't say I blame you. Do you see yeah, like exactly. Portland, like, do you see Dame doing a sign in trade if he wanted to leave? Uh, I feel like I feel like if Dame wanted to leave Portland in the next few years, I feel like he would want to tell the team and give let allow them to trade him. Yeah, for sure. So that they could get whatever they could for him because he loves Portland. But I, I, I have no doubt in my mind he loves Portland. Yeah, and obviously none of us are in Dame's head. We don't pretend to be in Dame's head. We don't know what he wants over the next few years but uh i mean he's been he's been outspoken about wanting to play his entire career in portland and i honestly i honestly believe that he truly thinks that right now but i'm not not, i'm not naive to the fact that losing constantly in the first round of the playoffs for six or seven years in a row could could wear on a guy you know exactly yeah that's yeah, it would make perfect sense. For the sense GM too. that like, can't seem to get talent around him, does that sound like anybody we know? Hmm. Hmm. But it's um, it's kind of funny because you draw the comparison to like Aldridge saying he wanted to, you know, they kind of went about it in two different ways. Is where Olshay put pieces in place around Aldridge so that he could win and that he could go further, and then Aldridge was unhappy that another player started to outshine him and just dipped out. That's yeah. kind of like now I'm crashing Neil O'Shea, but he's done the most moves for our team in quite some time in the past month now. Yeah, um, yeah. Do you guys do you guys want to skip over skip over the rest of the All Star game? Kind of talk about the signing of Inez Cantor. Yeah, I was gonna say we haven't talked about it yet. Yeah, because called we it were all talking called about it. it. Yeah, we were. KD yeah, all of us called MVP. it. We all know what happened. It, it, Giannis had that good basket from Steph Curry that was insane. All-star yeah, break Team LeBron up. won. Overall, I hope that Dame playing well in the All Star game and really doing playing almost the best. Have some of the best players in the All Star game. He plus he had minus, the highest yeah. plus minus of I was anybody. Just say that. And uh, he like I really hope that that kind of gets him. Dude, he finished on the court too. Like he was in the. In the I know. Lineup. I was like he finished. He was he finished the game. What was his starting uh, it wasn't well. It wasn't Dame. No, he started, I know Dame was on the uh, bench. Uh, I can't remember exactly who LeBron had as his starting point guard. It was Kyrie, wasn't it? Uh, no, Kyrie. He picked. No. Yeah, but he picked him as a starter, though. Did he? Yeah, Kyrie, it was Kyrie, Harden, LeBron. Yeah. Kawhi. Mm, yeah, I don't know. And... Um. Center. Here, I'll look it up real quick. Anyway, start talking. I'm looking okay. at it. Yeah. But um, yeah, we have yeah, Team LeBron starters. Uh, it was LeBron, Durant, Kyrie, Kawhi, and Harden. 
Yeah. And, he, and, and Dame the game was, over Kyrie? I think he played it over... Yeah. yeah. D- yeah Dame better than Kyrie. Yeah. Don't don't at me. No, no, you know who he actually played it over? Kawhi. Mm. Dame yeah. better than Kawhi. No. They okay, ran, no, no, they no, ran no. Dame and Kyrie together. But... Um, but yeah, we'll hope that it gives Dame some recognition that he deserves because he's been, frankly, tearing it up for Portland. And just the fact that he was disrespected and didn't make the All-Star game for two years when he deserved Bullshit. it. It's cool to see him making it the last two years, and he's kind of showed out in both appearances. God damn so right, I don't brother. see him missing an All-Star game for a long time now. Yeah, now he's, now he's almost seems to be like a solidified All-Star. Like, it's not a question anymore, but which is cool. But yeah, we'll get over. We'll move over to Blazers Corner now, and we'll start talking about our beloved Portland Trail Blazers and how we called it. They signed in as Cantor. We sp- talked on the last podcast how we wanted them to uh, sign in as Cantor. Then we published the pod. Literally an hour later, after we published it, we signed in as Cantor. <laughs> and not bad, boys. Not bad. We, y'all should have seen our. Uh, group text that day we were probably more excited than we should have been but we were very Dude, when excited. i was at work i literally stopped what i was doing and started jumping around screaming i was i, I was like a little girl like honestly i was Is in class at the time so i couldn't yeah, i know absolutely 100 for real <laughs> it was but we were all very happy because it was just like one of those rare situations where it was a player it was the exact player we wanted mm. And Olshay went out and got Good job, Olshay. You're like one for fucking ten this season. Not bad. Don't pat yourself on the back, <laughs> bud. He got Rodney Hood. He got Rodney Hood. I'm going to give him props. Like, we were – like I was I, I was mad at him that he didn't get Nikola Miritich off of uh, the trade deadline, which – If he would have got Miritich, too, I would have been ecstatic. That would have been like, you know what, Neil Olshay? Yeah. For once in your life, you did good. Executive But you know what? But do you know what? Improving our bench through Rodney Hood and Inez Cantor, that is those are some good moves. Oh, absolutely. Starting. Both of those guys have been starting some this year. Yeah. Essentially Nick Stauskis and Wade Baldwin for those guys. Because getting rid of them opened up the roster spot. Fun fact, in 2K, uh Inez Cantor's rated the fourth highest on our team. That's not surprising to me at all. So <laughs> Let me ask you this then. Do we start him or do we have him come off the bench? I don't think so. I think he's going to be off the bench. I think he's going to play a lot of minutes off the bench, though. I think he's going to be our sixth man almost. Yeah, I think he'll average like 28 minutes a game, honestly. I feel like you have to Uh, stagger him in Nurk's minutes because they play too much the same. Yeah. Then I'm very, yeah, I'm really excited to see him on the team. Like, he's not a good defender. It's no secret that he's a terrible Mm -hmm. uh, defender. But what he offers on the on rebounding and offensive scoring is something that you just like can't that you just can't think you can't like you can't miss that. And he was one of the biggest targets of most teams. Like there were a lot of teams going after him. And we him. got him. I think. Yeah. I which think, it's. I'm starting to think that if we have Inez Cantor coming off our bench now. I think it's time that Stotts makes the move of putting Lehman in the starting lineup and putting Harkless in the second lineup because Harkless is a better defender than Lehman. 
and he can kind of make up for those flaws of Cantor a little bit, and then we can add Layman to the starting lineup. Do you know what I have wondered, though? What are we going to... Like, there are some players who... Someone's going to lose their spot in the... Like... It's going to be Someone Zach Collins. Someone is going to lose their spot in the rotation. I think it's going to be Zach Collins, too, but he was so good against... Oh, Kansas my God. State. Don't yeah. even get me started. Well, Myers is already out. Yeah. Myers is out. Like, that's no question. Yeah. It's going to be him having or Zach. the best year of his career, but... I think Seth is too good to take out. I think Layman slash Harkless, it's tough to take them out. My preferred choice would be to take Evan Turner out of the lineup altogether. Yeah, but, but that's, that's not But I know happen. they're not going to do gonna that. That's not going to happen. Yeah. It's just we're paying him too much to not play him. So That'd be a bad PR but, stunt. Oh, yeah. If we could have just ditched Evan Turner, that would have been perfect, dude. You know, yeah. but you, you know, know I'd be fine if Evan Turner just didn't shoot during the game. That's just the thing. Like, if he didn't shoot... I like, I like what he does outside of when he starts trying to score. Yeah, for sure. Mostly. But, you know... I'd, yeah, it's disappointing that Zach is going to lose his spot in the lineup, probably, but... Cantor is too good to pass yeah. up. I really don't understand because reporters have asked Stocks continually about why Layman isn't starting over Mo Harkless, and he refuses to talk about it. Um, I feel like it's it's one of those like coaching things where it's just like this is what I'm choosing. This is it's just a it's just it. a bad like, choice the, at this point, though. I, do I what I see, it, though. though. I do see. I get the reason. I I agree with Wyatt there. I do get it in the fact that Layman provides great scoring off the bench, and this bench squad doesn't like. Obviously, there's no CJ and Dame. On the bench unit. Right, but at this point, Mo Harkless isn't producing in the starting lineup, so why not give him a chance to do He's it? He's a better bench? defender. Yeah, but uh, not not enough to warrant keeping him over Layman. Mm, Layman's but also, not a good and the thing is that you gotta think about too, though. I mean, like, I have thought about this more and more too, uh, with Harkless, like with him being a better defender, he's not gonna get much shot many shots in the starting lineup because Damon, CJ, and Nurk are there, so they're gonna take most of the shots. It's hard enough to get Aminu shots. Yeah. Like, it's, I, I mean, Aminu, Aminu takes, like, probably, like, somewhere between 5 and 10 a game, usually. Yeah. And it's, like, I feel like, and Harkless probably only takes, like, 3 to, like, 10 shots a game, too. Like, he doesn't take that many. Yeah, and when they do, they're atrocious. Yeah, yeah they're atrocious, but then also, that opens up more shots for Layman on the bench, because all those guys that take a lot of shots aren't there anymore. Yeah. yeah, Layman's one of the go-to guys on the bench. Yeah. I don't even—I don't know—I don't even know what's going on with Harkless at this point, but he's just not playing well at all. Yeah, it's yeah, it's interesting. Is it the thing we'll is Layman we'll adds such a big impact off our bench and scoring? Like, it's almost like if he's like he's averaging a—I don't know how many points he's averaging, but he had like a seventeen-point like explosion against the Warriors. Yeah, where do you guys think that? Like, so, under the assumption we keep Layman on the bench, where do you guys think Portland's bench is with the rest of the NBA Good. now? now it's got to be top five, Hood right? Canter. I feel like it has to. Like, I feel like, say the lineup is... Who's better? Clippers probably number one, yeah? Uh, Not anymore, because they lost Tobias Harris. Well, and Tobias Harris was starting anyways. But well, Harrell is a starter now. Then isn't no, Zubak starts think, over him. Oh, they, they did start really? Zubac. Yeah, yeah, they, they keep did. him on the, the. He plays. He plays more minutes than Zubak, but he stayed on the bench. 
Hmm. But it's we're up there now. Like the lineup of Seth, Denver. Rodney Hood. But yeah, Denver has a really good bench. And uh, they're they're very deep. Celts but, aren't bad. Um, Portland Portland just got so much deeper. I think Raptors this, uh, have the number deadline. one bench in the NBA. Oh yeah, yeah. The Raptors, Raptors are, are good. Yeah, yeah. But that uh, that's probably what that's for right there. I, I can't think, think of anybody better than that. I think with a Nez Cantor on our team, we already were like, wasn't it like top three in rebounding? Yeah. Uh yeah, we were close. Well, I think we're gonna become top the number one team in rebounding and the number one team in second chance points now too. So which is gonna be huge. Yeah. That's funny because Portland with like Aldridge and uh like even before Nurk, we were always high up in the uh, second chance and offensive rebounding categories. Yeah, I think we it's were, just like we I don't know. Maybe it's just like a Stott, uh, Stott's play style, but that's those are two categories we're generally pretty high up in. Yeah, and free throw percentage, yeah. but that doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Just the Dame takes a lot of our free throws. Hey, speaking of free throws, you guys remember that? Like, what was it? Like an eight point play where there was like. T- a flagrant three tacticals. To- <laughs> <laughs> Warriors fans were so salty on Wednesday. Oh my god! After, Welcome uh, to it. How's it feel? I know it was like it was one of those things. We were only up by like three when that uh, flagrant foul got called. Like I'm gonna give him props there. That was a bad. Call. No, that was not a flagrant. That was not a. That was not a flagrant. No, it wasn't foul. a flagrant. But then also you got to keep your composure in that time, and you can't get a technical foul. You can't get two technical fouls, and also we beat them by like what was it like twenty like 20, 22 yeah. you beat them by 22 that's not eight points i don't give a fuck that doesn't mean anything you're the fucking warriors yeah no i think exactly well the thing is i think i think steve kerr knew what we all knew that wasn't a flagrant right and so steve kerr knew that wasn't a flagrant he was pissed off and he was like well last game before all-star break that you know i think his intention i'm was, gonna get suspended I, th- yeah. I think his intention was to kind of like rally the team up like rile them up get them going you know kind of give them that extra push but but and they just got fucked fired. yeah like i'll get like they got screwed over in that call there but they do have to keep their composure in that time and it was it was good on portland that they were able to just keep that going because they just started it was just an onslaught after that yeah it was bad it, it was it just started, and it was the that was the thing that impressed me is it was our bench, yeah, that did this whole thing. Like Dame didn't come in till like the three minute mark. No, he didn't. CJ didn't come back in. Nurk didn't come back in nope. during that game, uh, and our bench pretty much closed that game. Yeah, and now we're adding Cantor into the mix. Props on props on Stotts for uh, letting that happen. Yeah, I usually yeah usually he's so set in his ways that even when players are not are like playing well, he still takes them out when he usually takes them out. Yeah, which can be irritating. But I enjoyed seeing that from him that he was just like that he was able to recognize that these guys were tearing it up that he needed to keep this lineup in. You know, and the more I think about it, the more I'm kind of thinking Zach Collins won't lose that many minutes in the rotation just because I hope not his he's a good defender he's a he's a good defender and that was block yeah. of the year too so has to be like I said I would want I want Evan Turner to fall out of the lineup but I don't know if it's going to happen 
Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't know what he's gonna do on his hands. Or start or start Layman and take Mo Harkless out of the lineup. I'd be okay with that too. Honestly, yeah. I would prefer Collins over uh, Mo or Turner. Yeah, just because he has a high he has a higher ceiling. Evan Turner is capped. Mo Tur- er, Mo Turner Mo Harkless is capped like zach collins is still young and developing like get, you got to give him a chance you know exactly and he was so good it, against yeah, exactly his stat line didn't show it but the impact oh my he god was yes. there, like yeah he was he was so if good. he can produce like that on a nightly basis like why would you want to halt the progress of that you know yeah if you personally He'd, ask me stots is going to be experimenting in the last 20 or so games of the season exactly and just we're like, gonna see a lot we're gonna of see a lot of lineup. different lineups yeah it's gonna be crazy yeah i'm very interested in that i'm uh this is gonna be a fun last like 20 games and almost or less 30 ish games and almost all of them are on the road mm-hmm. <laughs> did you guys see what we have left i think it's 17 road games and nine home games yeah, yeah it's pretty pretty to tough stretch season I wonder it's, if you yeah. could go, if you could just go straight bench squad of, uh, it would be what Seth Layman, um, Hood, yeah, Seth Layman, Hood, Cantor, and Zach Collins, like, yeah, 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 like just swap them in five on five off, dude, like, yeah, <laughs> we're going like rec style basketball shit. Well, think yeah. about it. The Blazers could win a couple games, like. Without Damon CJ, I think now. I think we're deep enough to do that now. There are I think we could yeah. beat a few teams in the NBA if Damon CJ had to sit. The biggest thing about the acquisition of Cantor and Rodney Hood comes from last season playing New Orleans is they locked down Damon CJ, double teaming them at the top of the three and as soon as they crossed half court and we didn't have the offensive weapons to punish them for double teaming our two best scorers. Now that we have, yeah, we now that we have, now that we have Rodney Hood and Inez Cantor, they cannot, and even Jake Lehman emerging like he has, they cannot afford to, they cannot afford to double team Damon CJ like they did in the playoff series against New Orleans. We have so many more shooters now. Think about it's, it. Last year, the guy who was doing great. all the scoring for us in the playoffs against New Orleans, besides Damon CJ, Chief. was Aminu. Yeah. yeah. The Dame, yeah. I see Chief had, I think, a 30 point game like twice. Yeah. And it, yeah, like, he, had, he had a really good series. And he had a good series. And part of that was because they were standing how many feet off of him. Like, yeah. they. Yeah, they were letting him do it once. Imagine had a system where they were like, everybody other than Dame and CJ is going to have to beat us. Oh, and this, okay. and Nurkic sucked in the playoffs too. Like Nurkic just couldn't play against Well, he had Davis. Davis on him. He had Davis on yeah. him and he couldn't do anything about it. But now that we have Cantor, Hood, and all these, and Seth Curry, Seth is an upgrade from Napier. Yeah, absolutely. They can't, they can't do anything now. You you can't double team, you can't triple team Damon CJ anymore. It doesn't work. We're like too Char- good. Like like Charles Barkley said, there is no reason that this Portland team can't go deep in the playoffs, and I firmly believe that. I agree with him there. Like I, I said, think, Zach, I like, I it would be an off chance, but. I believe that there is a possibility Portland makes it to the Western Conference Finals this year. They would have to be in the top three, I believe. They have to. They would, you they cannot would have, tell me that there's a you better team than Blazers, yeah, aside from Golden State or what, OKC at this point? 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying is that they have to be top three in the West. If they're the four or five seed, no, they're make it. To, they're gonna make it to the second round because they won't beat Golden State. Yeah, like that's a like that's an obvious. And Golden State's gonna be the one seed. Yeah, like, it's gonna happen. Yeah. And so if you're stuck playing Golden State in the second round, okay. that's OKC drops eight to match up against the Warriors. Oh, do you think we have to get the three seed then? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, the three or the two, so that uh, you could play someone like uh, yeah, get so you could play someone like uh, the Jazz or the Spurs, Spurs or something round. in the first Spurs round. Spurs is dream matchup, right? I think we'd beat the Spurs pretty easily. Five to but, five games. Uh, yeah, something like I that. I don't think the Spurs would be also, easy. I don't think they'd be necessarily think, easy. I think Portland, Utah would be a really good series. That would be fun, yeah. I don't think it'd be easy, but be it'd really be fun. fun. It wouldn't be easy. It'd be a fun series, though. Donovan Mitchell. And the only team... I honestly... My preferred matchup against all these teams right now... If the playoffs started today, it's not... I can't say that it'd be great when if the playoffs started to like later on, because I'd, Capella will be back, but I don't, I, I don't mind seeing the Rockets. Like, I'm not afraid of the Rockets at all. Yeah, I'm, yeah, that's funny that you say that because I'm not afraid of the Rockets either. I think we match up really well against the Rockets, actually. The thing that I'm terrified about with Houston is Chris Paul locks down Dane. Here's the yeah, thing I got. Sure. I tell you, Zach, this is the thing. What leg will CP3 be standing <laughs> on in the playoffs? He is never healthy for the playoffs. <laughs> it happened when he was on the Clippers with us too. Mm-hmm. We were down to we were down on the Clippers with him too, and like then he hurt his arm. Was it his arm? Something. Shoulder, yes. arm, shoulder. And Blake got hurt, and it's like, and then we made it to the second round. It's like, what leg is CP3 going to stand on? Like, we we you we don't know how healthy this team is. Yeah, but you can't just assume that he's going to be hurt for the playoffs. He's healthy right now. That's what I'm saying. And James, and if it's gonna, and if it takes James Harden putting up 50 points a game for them to beat us every single game, by all means, I want to play him. Yeah, because I would rather take my chances with that. Like. That's when we do what we did with New Orleans and we triple team James Harden and then let the other guys beat us. Yeah. Alrighty. Alrighty, guys. Do you guys think that we should wrap it up? I guess we could go out on that note. Yeah, we'll see. Like, cause I mean, do you have anything else to say? Not really. Yeah. We'll we'll see how the rest of the season shapes up, and we'll we'll keep like this Western Conference playoff race is close, so we'll see how that ends up turning out. But yeah, I guess we can close it on there. Yeah, sounds sounds good. good. All right. Well, we'd like to thank you for uh, tuning in to this episode of Small Ball Market. Be, feel free to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, make sure you rate rate us five stars, please. Only five stars. Anything lower would make us sad. Um, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Small Ball Market. Slide into our DMs if you have anything to say. Or you can email at us, uh, smallballmarket at gmail.com. Follow us on our Instagram, Small Ball Market as well. But uh, other than that, we will talk to you guys next week. See you later.